0: Melanin melon and 8 Awesome on you. Thank you, beloved. Okay, so now with that all being said, um, I don't know if you all know this, but at the end of the day, they're be shares the episode of Eternal Pisces as the zodiac turn. I know that's right. My birthday's coming up, people. February the twenty-seventh, okay? February the twenty-seventh is Queen's birthday. that Jay-Z actually funded, surviving R. Kelly. Which I find very interesting because Jay-Z and R. Kelly, in my opinion, are one in the same, are one in the same. I mean, R. Kelly was charged with trafficking and Jay-Z, including threats and acts of violence. The suit seeks uh, $15 million in compensatory damages and at least $60 million in punitive damages. Uh, so that's what happened. Archibald filed that lawsuit, and here's me. Now, I don't know how much money he actually got from Jason, but he got some money, uh, supposedly, because uh, it was settled for an undisclosed amount. And obviously, the judge believed he wanted us in the, to the house. Judge. Right. All right. right. Ray, Ray Seltz, Williams, Seltz, Nefarious Delhi. So and you know, it seems to me that Jay-Z and Beyonce are, uh, are a bunch of papers or just a pair of haters. I mean, that's the allegations, please. Uh, please say, Kelly, please be able to read that contract. Well, you know, he has attorneys for that, beloved. He has attorneys for that. And even if you can read anytime you're signing an entertainment contract, you should always have a You should always have an attorney look over it. Okay? So, with that all being said, uh, Queen, that color you're wearing is so gorgeous. Love your outfits. Thank you. Thank you, beloved. Now, uh, this um, headpiece actually came from one of my subscribers. They sent me a bunch of them in different colors, and I love it. Okay, Okay? So, with that all being said... This is all so so crazy, but let's continue because we know that there has been many rumors about different people you know, uh, being blackballed uh, due to Jay-Z and Beyonce. In some cases, allegedly, uh, people have said that Beyonce hates on these women, and so that's why, you know, they were blackballed. Now I'm, now, I'm not substantiating any of this. I'm just telling you what the words on the streets are. Okay? So let's get into it. And first off, let's start with Blue Cantrell. Now, Blue Cantrell was friends with Jay-Z and working with Jay-Z and all of that, and the rumor was at the time uh, that she was messing around with jay Okay? Okay. And, and this is right, this right around, is around the time that he and Beyoncé started talking uh, sometime, sometime shortly after. thereafter. All right? So all right. right. And so with that all being said, the word on the street was back then that Beyoncé didn't like it and told Jay-Z to sever ties. Now, I can't substantiate that again, Uh, but let's get into it because I'm going to play for you what Blue herself had to say about it. The
1: same person that robbed me for like $500 for a session ended up being in the studio while I was there with the president of the label.
2: Rumors that Jay-Z helped Beyoncé remove her competition are nothing new. From the late Aaliyah to A-Marie and Carrie Hilson, there are multiple female artists whose careers were allegedly sabotaged so Beyoncé could step up. However, when it comes to Blue Cantrell, things were personal because she developed a close relationship with Jay-Z right around the time Jay started dating Beyoncé. And then the whole whole thing thing took a dark turn when Blue was found wandering the streets of Santa Monica and claiming that someone poisoned her with gas.
3: Blue
1: Cantrell you were singing fool, and you made a choice to work with
2: someone and you probably didn't realize how nefarious he was when you got involved with him i didn't but were beyonce and jay-z really involved in this incident did they try to eliminate blue cantrell because beyonce was jealous of her let's break it down
1: there's a lot of tension because you're around each other so much and you're fighting and you're nitpicking and definitely can relate to that
2: there's been a lot of speculation over the years about jay-z and beyonce eliminating their competition on their way to the top and the list of artists whose careers they allegedly sabotaged is really really long but one name that often gets overlooked on this list is blue cantrell jay-z's rumored ex-girlfriend blue started her career in the late 90s as a background vocalist for high-profile artists such as diddy before la reed offered her a contract after hearing her sing one of her original songs in july 2001 blue released. Her debut album, So Blue, and the record was a critical and commercial success. Later insisted that there was nothing going on between her and Jay. However, when Wendy Williams asked her if she ever took her friendship with Jay to the next level, Blue just, Blue just laughed nervously and said she can't answer that question.
0: Have you ever kissed Jay Z
2: romantically? I uh, know. No, know. <laughs> I can't answer that.
0: I
1: can't answer that.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, she's touching him off the neck!
1: Look!
2: You see? Why do people not want to let the Jay-Z blue cat troll thing go? Wendy then suggested that Jay most likely decided to focus on Beyonce instead of blue because blue wasn't young enough for him. And he needed someone more naive that he could manipulate more easily.
0: I said on the radio that I didn't think it would last though. What, me and him? Yeah. Why? Because you're
5: about 25. Why, he needs somebody
0: younger than that? At the end of the day, yeah. Why because that? Because I think at the end of the day a younger, um less, less savvy to the ways of the world broad somebody a little bit more naive you said, it, you said
2: it not beyonce's debut album called signs features the lyrics i was in love with the sagittarius i wish he was a virgo the same sign as me and know how to show me love because i've been hurt by a pisces Obviously, Jay-Z is a Sagittarius, but guess who's a Pisces? That's right, Blue Cantrell. And when Blue was asked about all these coincidences in her 2003 interview with The Guardian, she said, I'm an adult, she's younger, and if she's doing what you're saying, then she's being a little immature. But Blue didn't stop there, and she also warned Beyonce not to mess with her. Maybe she's trying to do it to get pressed, but I want to make her understand if she goes there with me, it's the wrong move, Blue said. She needs to understand what she's doing and what she's getting.
0: I can't help but notice all of your jewelry.
2: Oh God! <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> and most definitely, yes, the canary rock with the two on the sides, of the trillion pack, blue. blue. You've had one CD out. <laughs>
1: More famous than wealthy? More famous than wealthy? We um, talk. definitely.
2: Definitely. Okay.
1: definitely. Who gave
2: you that, that rock? Uh, it was a gift. I can't really say for who. Oh, I know you going touch that. I know you gonna touch that yes. little situation. No, um... A friend. A famous friend? Yes. Did you fuck Jay-Z? Oh, my, oh my God. God! I heard he's home a
6: horse,
0: girl. you just really have him
1: locked down? I think so. I think they're in love.
6: I like music by both. I'm a fan of neither, but I am a fan of telling the truth. And I actually heard Beyonce say that she picked out Blue Ivy's name. Blue was from the color at the end of the spectrum. And Ivy was from a tree that she had walked past. She thought it was an Ivy tree. And it was around the time that she actually had gotten pregnant with Blue Ivy. She just didn't know it at the
0: time. Okay so, okay, so I saw someone in the chat saying, is that why her daughter's, is why her daughter's name is Blue? Well, uh, that's what some people say, but the, on the, the end, the person gave the explanation, according to Beyonce but, Beyonce, but people did say, some people do believe that Jay-Z named her Blue after Blue Cantrell. Who knows? I find it nefarious. Now, with that all being said, let's talk about the rapper, Emil. Does anybody remember her? Who remembers the rapper, Emil? Because I love her voice. It was raspy. It was raspy. It was very raspy. Latasha said, Queen looking beautiful. Thank you, beloved. Anyone remember who she is? Claudette says you do. Okay, so anyway, so anyway I'm going to play a video of her and Jay-Z where they did a song together, but I muted the volume, can't get in trouble with ScrewTube. Okay, but uh, they say that he had to get rid of her after they had started getting real close. All right, and um, at the end of the day, they say Beyonce was jealous. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they say. People in the industry said Beyonce was (coughs) jealous, and she had (coughs) Jay-Z just cut the girl off. Yeah, Yeah, what up? You You know his mom's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Usually Shamil's
6: like that girl, Will's name. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I got you. Quiet, though. Yeah. Later. What's that
1: all about? Gorgeous.
6: Don't worry about it. Hold up,
5: y'all.
0: Yeah, okay, I want you all to pay attention now. That's the young lady that rapped, that rapped on, with, on the song with Jay Z. I don't remember the name of it, but the can song "Can I Get a What What?" what y'all know what I'm talking about, right? That's her. that's her. That's her. That's her. She had a very nice voice for rap because her voice was husky. It was like raspy, shall I say? She had a raspy voice. All right. Um, Vince, I am said she looks like Aaliyah on the "Try Again" video, or is it just me? Um, I don't really see, don't really see it, beloved. It, beloved. Okay, now, now, who's next on the list of nefariousness? Let's talk about about Carrie Hilson. Now, those those of you, I specifically remember the Carrie Hilson beat, honey, because Carrie Hilson's from Atlanta. Atlanta. Shout out to Carrie. And she is a songwriter more so uh, than she was was a singer. And she wrote wrote some of Beyonce's songs. And Do you all remember when Carrie and Beyonce had the so-called feud because of the song song that Carrie came out with and people were implying specifically the beehive they were bullying, they were bullying Carrie oh, all so. over the internet because they were saying that she was coming for Beyonce in the song. All right. All right. And so let's get into it. Of course I'm not gonna play the song due to copyright issues.
4: No. This is
0: this is, this is, oh,
6: okay. this is
4: Carrie Hilson. Mm-hmm. You're, turning You're turning me, out. me on. Mm-hmm. you are Knock you down. Mm-hmm. Ain't no boys allowed. You better mm-hmm. come in here as a motherfucking grown, 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 grown ass man. Mm-hmm.
6: Pretty girl rocking around
4: rockin here. Pretty girl rocking around here. Cause my name <laughs> <so. Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Hilson. I ain't saying no names. All right. All right. <sighs> oh, yeah. Ooh, the deep side. And took a sip of water,
6: too. Mm-hmm. All right. When you're a performer. When you're a performer. Yes. You know, we know how important it is to give love to other performers. Yes, yes. right. Especially when, Especially when you, happen you happen to be sitting on the front row <laughs> at their show.
7: Mm.
4: Mm. Okay. okay, I like yes. where it's going.
6: Mind you, no one else, no one else was performing. Was anybody else, was anybody else performing you know that night? I'm Do you know what night pretty I'm pretty even referring good. to yet? Okay, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. Okay, All right, okay. fine. Okay, good for him too. All right. Yeah. All right, Yes, he was there. Okay, so, okay, so. Um, I remember, I remember. Just this. Just this I don't want to be here. Energy. Mm. I don't know why. I'm I don't know why I'm here. here. She was gentleman. with a gentleman. He was. She, he was, his she was his guest. I know the guy, I know the guy well. very well. She was with him, she was with him. She was so this. she was his. You know, she. she didn't want to be there. It was very obvious, and I felt disrespected, and I felt disrespected by, that. by that. So
3: when they came,
6: so to, when they came to my that. dressing room backstage, I said something, I said something and we I'm almost scrapping. got to scrapping. Shit. My, Shit. Decatur my decatur came out. out. Her town, Her came, town out. came out, uh, 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 and uh, it could have got real really ugly.
2: Got I appreciate you being on the front row, of my show, on my yeah. show and yeah. not giving me no energy.
6: Mm, I don't remember exactly how I said it, but it, it was worse than that. It was. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, but it was, it was that. It was that. It was like.
2: We spell o artists.
6: You already know what it's like. You, know what it's like. Mm-hmm. you could give a courtesy bob. It's a lot of things you can do. Right. A lot of things you can do to show to show love. But she was this.
4: Mm. Mm. Damn. The In the row. front row. Mm.
6: She was that. She yeah, was, that's nasty she was business looking at the That's, n- that's looking nasty, at business. nasty business And I just yeah. felt so And on her phone oh. While everybody else is standing up around here I was just like, oh, this is intentionally rude Like, you You want to get slapped That's how I felt You've you're calling me. You're speaking to a certain spirit.
2: Yeah, you, you I dialed got it, it up. On me. I, got I got it on, it on me. Now. I got it on <laughs> me now. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I ain't. I always
6: I've secular. always been secular.
2: Yeah, yeah, this okay?
0: secular.
6: Do they have those rocks? Yeah, she, <laughs> she she, she <laughs> dialed yeah, it up they, on they, the. They got those rocks that you call. She her dialed crystal. it up. <laughs> that's why. That's why I got the gems <laughs> now. Keep it. Keep it on. I, I want to roll them like dice. Keep it my
0: black crystal.
6: <laughs> that black
0: Christmas. That's why
6: I got him. That's yeah. exactly why I be having because it's, it's on me now. Yeah. Don't no. I don't like to go there, there. but it, it almost went there. Yeah, like people had to be ushered away. People had to be. It was, it was that because I had to say something. I had to say something. I had to figure out, figure was out what the fuck yeah. it was, it was because I felt disrespect the whole show. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Come on dog uh, You don't do that Harvey Unless had, you want Harvey Unless, unless you are purposely I guess, so. I guess so Now you know who, What I'm talking about And who I don't remember <laughs> You don't remember Who it was Yeah she. she's pretty Insignificant at this point point.
4: No, and uh, um, well Yeah Carrie uh, but, uh,
6: but I ain't saying no name You ain't names. saying
4: no name You didn't say her name You ain't no name I ain't saying no name we
2: appreciate you. Man.
6: A choice. I really feel like didn't I feel it. like I had a choice. You learn to fight harder. I didn't have enough, um, enough fight in me. In my, I was maybe 20, 21. No one could ever compare to Beyonce. Let's just say the name that we're discussing. No one could compare. No one will. No one will for a very, 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 very long time. And that was never my aim either absolutely framed that way way. it was written that way was not my lyrics lyrics. was not my Um, writing um you had to um, pay the penalty was not my doing but i I had to pay the the penalty and then i'm caught like do i I tell the truth truth? do i I expose them early early in my career career? i'm super young super super new this is my first album i'm so excited it just soiled my whole dream if you could do it all over again, again would you would you do it differently or do it the same Oh, I would absolutely do it differently. I don't know know if I mean, I I mean, I I guess I would just see what the other side would be if I just fought harder and said no and let them go through carry out their threat if they were really going to do that. It really felt that way from the top from the top. Okay, so so now in that first clip, people
0: alleged that she was talking about Tiara Marie. That's why she said at this point she's no longer significant. But in the second second clip, yes, she was talking about Beyonce. And she says says that, you know, uh, people gave her that song. It was a Turning Me On remix. Hold on. Let me see if I can read the lyrics here. Just a few of them. I'm not going to read this whole song, so y'all can miss me with it. Hold on. Likes up, everyone. Please like and share. Thank you in advance. Okay, this is what some of the uh, lyrics are for the song. Uh, I, ain't uh, I ain't trying to start. I ain't trying to, ain't trying start, to start some mess. Uh, there's just uh, there's something just on my chest, chest that I, I need to get off because you're turning me off. You're vision cloudy. If you you're think best. that you're the best, you can dance. She can sing, but she needs to, need to move, move mess, it to mess, the, mess, mess, mess. To the mess. Mess. left, left. But she needs uh, she to go have some babies. She needs to sit down. She fake them. Other chicks ain't even worth ain't even worth my time to talk about. Ben had, dollars, ben had dollars, boy. So go, uh, go, 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 get go on, get out. your money up. Okay, so they, okay, said, so they said she was song. talking about Beyonce because she specifically and said that's left, left, that's and that's when Beyonce had that song to the left, to the left. So. They said she was, talking, said she was about, talking about uh, Beyoncé, honey. That's how all the mess started. Now, now, another thing is, some people, uh, some people Beyonce were saying that Beyoncé wanted her publishing and Carrie wouldn't give it to her. Uh, they Because you all because heard, you heard, you heard what Tiffany Reed has, has alleged, has alleged uh, that Beyoncé... Um, um, takes people's publishing, all right, right. and gives herself credit for it and all of that. So, And then then I'm going to show a clip later where someone accuses Jay-Z of doing the same thing to them. Now, I told told you you all all over a month ago that Jay-Z and Diddy are very similar, in my opinion, as well as R. Kelly. Okay. okay so please pay attention now with that all being said moving right along now we're going to talk about, about maya you all remember maya? maya anyone ever wonder what happened to her uh, well allegedly uh, jay-z and beyonce uh, yet again uh, be sure uh, to pay attention that i'm saying alleged okay please pay attention. now let's get into it likes up everyone please like and share
5: thank you in advance these things for sure, like from the ton in her voice. She probably had to walk away from a lot of opportunities because of the vile things that came with them and fans quickly caught not the fact that she could have been referring to Jay-Z. I mean, things pretty much went left after the best of me. According to one of the producers who worked on the song, Jay-Z felt disrespected by Maya because he didn't think that she was grateful to him for hopping on her song. The producer said, so Jay came to the studio that night at the Hit Factory. He got it right away he understood what it was but he didn't like Maya's vibe in the room he looked at her like she was a spoiled brat because she was Jay looked at her like I'm about to rap on your record you're about to have a hit and I don't think you really appreciate it the producer claimed that Jay Z then stormed out of the studio after which people in the studio said to Maya yo Maya Jay wants to do the record but he feels like you're not giving him any love like no thank you or none of that Jay eventually finished the song but people were saying that he tried to make moves on her, and her refusing his attempts is what made him really mad. It's kind of like he expected her to be all over him because of his status at the time, and she wasn't doing that which hurt his ego. To make matters worse, the producers continued to push this weird narrative that Maya was ungrateful and stuck up. It eventually fizzled out until 2014 when rumors of Jay-Z cheating on Beyoncé rocked the internet, and he had that altercation with Solange in the elevator. Beyoncé released her Lemonade album that same year and in one of the songs she referenced becky with the good hair the beehive was desperate to find out who beck with the good hair was and this brought back the jay-z and maya situation they were basically accusing her of having an affair with jay and no matter how much she tried to deny it people kept dragging her a fan on instagram asked her heard you and Jay-Z had an 11-year affair. Are you his, Are you his side or chick or not? Nah? And Maya quickly fired back, never did, never was, never will. She also wrote, I play second to no one, pay my own bills, have my own label, own management company, rely on God only, and respect myself and marriage too much for nonsense. In a recent interview with Vlad TV, she also said that the things she saw while working in the industry eventually made her create her own label, so she could do her own thing on her own terms. I'm glad she she is doing that for herself. Ever since her TV interview, Maya has been getting a lot of love and support from fans. They've dropped comments saying, I can tell from her demeanor in the interview, whatever went down behind the scenes has hurt her deeply. She looked like she wanted to cry at times. I always wondered what happened to Maya. She always had an elegance elegance and grace about her. Respect Respect her then, even more now. Proud of her. her. And I respect her for having boundaries, respect Respect for herself and morals. Maya was not about to sell her soul to sleep her way through the industry.
2: And Another interesting detail is that years later, Beyonce and Jay-Z enlisted Hype Williams to direct their video for Drunken Love, and they filmed it in a suburb of Miami, the same city where Aaliyah filmed her very last music video. Besides that, the opening scene of Drunken Love shows Beyonce carrying a trophy with a female figure on top, which some fans interpreted as Beyonce saying she eliminated all her competition. And then we also can't forget that there were a lot of rumors back in the late 90s that Jay preyed on Aaliyah, just like his former friend R. Kelly. R. Kelly met Aaliyah when she was just 12 through her record-producing uncle, Barry Hankerson. Kelly then started grooming Aaliyah and ended up marrying her when she was 15 by using a fake ID. It was later revealed that R. Kelly bribed Aaliyah's family and according to R. Kelly's former security, Jim Pratt, Aaliyah's family signed a contract with Kelly stating that they wouldn't press charges against him for the illegal marriage after it was annulled and in turn, Kelly gave them the rights to his first three albums. So as you can see, Aaliyah was failed by all the adults in her life which made her an easy target for predatory men in the music industry. So when it comes to to Jay-Z's alleged relationship with Aaliyah, they were spotted together at industry events. However, Jay-Z never admitted he dated her. However, according to Dame Dash, Jay tried very hard to get with Aaliyah, but she wasn't interested, so he focused on Beyonce, who was also a teenager when she met him. What's even more messed up is that Jay-Z stayed friends with R. Kelly after he found out what he did to Aaliyah, and they recorded a joint album, Best of Both Worlds. So because of all these shady details, many fans, as well as some industry insiders, have Publicly speculated that Aliyah's death was a sacrifice, and now on top of all of this, an interview with Mary J. Blige resurfaced, where Mary referred to Aliyah's death as a spiritual murder and said it wasn't supposed to go down like that.
1: I just know that that was a murder. You know what I'm saying? I was a spiritual murder, whether people know it or not, because God do not kill people. You know what I'm saying? Whether people know it or not, and I, I could go deep, but a lot of people, I would have to really bring you know what I'm saying, for what I learned. And she just was cut down in the prime of her life, and it's so unfair. And um, it wasn't time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. I, I believe it wasn't her time to go because, from what I know,
3: it ain't supposed to go down like that.
2: But that wasn't the only time Mary openly speculated about Aaliyah's death. In 2006, she appeared on the Oprah show and while Oprah has now deleted this interview from her YouTube channel, there's a written written transcript available online and here's what Mary told Oprah about 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 Aaliyah's death. My life was her life. She was surrounded by people who weren't telling her the real deal. We weren't close friends, but I talked with her a couple of times. I very well could have been the woman on that plane. However, for some reason, Mary J stopped talking about Aaliyah in public and she never revealed what she meant when she called Aaliyah's death spiritual murder. But fans have some some ideas of their own and here's what they're saying. Mary looked absolutely terrified as she was speaking. Her body language said it all. I firmly believe Aaliyah was sacrificed. Like Jag said, look at who benefited the most after her death. The music industry is so vile and evil. All I can say is I miss Aaliyah and Tupac, the only celebrities I cried over. You have to wonder why Jay-Z and his wife are so rich. Think about it. It has nothing to do with talent because there are people more talented than both of them. But
0: Are you all paying attention to all, the to all of these people who, who had ties to Jay-Z, uh, were black vaults. Uh, their, their careers ruined? You all paying attention? Uh, I'm, sure uh, I'm sure you think you don't think, you don't think this is a coincidence. Now, the next, now, the one, next one on the is list is Tierra Marie. Marie likes up everyone, please like and share, thank you in advance
1: Rihanna might be one of the biggest stars of our generation, but what many people don't know is that she was never meant to be so famous and the only reason she found success is that she pretty much came for the success of another singer, a girl named Tiara Marie, but why was Rihanna so desperate to be famous? Did Beyonce really help Rihanna to sabotage Tiara's career? And does Tiara really hold a grudge after all these years? Many people will recognize tiara from her time on love and hip-hop new york and love and hip-hop hollywood but the truth is that she was supposed to have the career that rihanna does today before rihanna got signed to def jam records tiara was the golden girl of the label and the label execs were more than willing to pour money into her and build her career at the time jay-z was president of def jam and he had so much faith in tiara that he often referred to her as the princess of the label
4: about some of the artists um, Tiara Tiara Marie yeah okay and she's the first lady of the rock she's, she's the, the princess the-
1: even when rihanna joined the label in 2005 she did not pose a serious threat to tiara even though she already had her song ponder replay lined up to be released later that year the label execs especially la reed still had more faith in tiara's potential to be a superstar and gave her more priority than rihanna the label put more money into tiara especially because she already had a hit song titled "Make Her Feel Good. Even though more than 15 years have passed since these events, a lot of people still find it weird that the label was giving priority to one girl over the other when they had more than enough money, power, and influence to push both girls equally and at the same time. But that didn't happen and Tiara continued to reign as the princess of the label. One of the occasions where it was clear that Tiara was the it girl of the label was at the 2005 World Music Awards where she teamed up with Rihanna and another singer named a to perform their cover of the song Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. Tiara took the lead part that was originally sung by Beyonce and this clearly sent a message across that she was the favorite. Life was good Good for Tierra. And she was already on what looked like a solid path to achieving her dreams of being a superstar, even though she was only seventeen at the time. But then things suddenly changed and a series of crazy events took place that saw her go from being one of the most promising young stars to losing it all. It all started during a Def Jam showcase where she and Rihanna performed. She was still the label's favorite, but one statement changed the trajectory of her career and, by extension, her entire life. Beyonce was dating Jay-Z at the time, so she was present at the showcase. After the event ended, she went up to L.A. Reid and told him to pay a little bit more attention to rihanna
4: and we had a showcase and at the showcase there were two artists performing her name is tiara maria and she's a really sweet girl and the truth is i was paying a little more attention to her than i was to rihanna after the showcase you know beyonce just gave me one of those looks and he said that rihanna girl she's a beast when she looked away, right? And I was like, so I did a Rihanna, so did a Rihanna double take.
1: L.A. Reed himself admitted that he hadn't really been seeing Rihanna in that light until then. But that one statement from Beyonce changed everything. And he began to realize Rihanna's star power. Over the years, people believe that Beyonce might have been influenced by the fact that Rihanna was Jay-Z's artist, and she made that statement to give Rihanna a boost because Beyonce was already a big name in the industry. For those who don't know, Jay-Z was the one who signed Rihanna to Def Jam because he was blown away by her on their first meeting. So people feel like the main reason Beyonce made that statement in the first place was to give Rihanna a boost. Well, Beyonce's plan clearly worked because L.A. Reed and the label in general started paying more attention to Rihanna than they had ever done before. Tiara was still their number one choice, but now they had a backup in Rihanna. But things got worse for Tiara when the label started putting pressure on her to act a certain way that she was not comfortable with. They wanted the good girl gone bad vibe from her, but she was not comfortable with that, especially because she was only a teenager at the time and hadn't even graduated high school yet. People have pointed out something interesting and that's the fact that the bad girl vibe is exactly what we got to see from Rihanna after her debut album Music of the Sun. She even named her third album Good Girl Gone Bad and this is why there are people who believe that Rihanna stole what should have been Tierra's career. Things continue to get worse for Tierra at Def Jam after the release of her debut album. Rockefeller Records presents Tierra Marie. Because she already had a hit with Make Her Feel Good there were high expectations about the album, and the label expected it to be a major hit. But the first week's sales were kind of disappointing to the label, because it only sold 69,000 copies. And even though this was a decent number for a new artist, the label was after something more than decent. The album also had decent charting, because it peaked at number 5 on the Billboard 200, and number 2 on the Billboard Top R&B and Hip Hop Albums chart. But once again, the label was after something better than decent numbers, and they came to the decision to drop Tiara because of low album sales. According to Tiara, she was told that she was, that she was being dropped over a phone call, and even worse, she got the call while she was preparing for prom night. You know, what happened was, I got dropped from Rockefeller on my prom day. <laughs> you know. Getting ready no. for the prom. Yeah, honey, getting ready. I was putting lotion on my legs, got a phone call, ring, ring. Hey, uh, yeah, we're going to be letting you go. Uh, Now, there's another interesting detail here that pretty much convinced everyone that the label had switched sides from Tiara to Rihanna, and they were now being unfair to Tiara. When Rihanna released her debut album, Music of the Sun, it sold almost the exact same amount as Tiara's album, also selling 69,000 copies in the first week. Now, Tiara's low sales were the reason the label gave her for dropping her, but Rihanna sold the same amount, but was somehow able to keep her spot on the label. This was fishy to a lot of people, and there were a lot of conversations around this with someone commenting, Rihanna's debut was lackluster, and I never imagined her to be such the force she is today. Especially since Tierra debuted higher than she did, and they told her it wasn't enough, and booted her. Yet, gave RiRi another shot. Getting dropped by the label was pretty much the beginning of the end for Tiara because she never really found much success after that. She signed to Interscope Records. And even though she released a couple of projects, none of them were strong enough to make her a mainstream artist.
0: Okay, so now now with that all being said, before I go to the next clip, I find it interesting that Wendy Williams, when she was talking to Blue Cantrell, she said that she felt like Blue Cantrell was too old for JT because she was 25 at the time. And she felt like JT would want a younger woman, someone basically who's more naive. And that seems seems to be true because he was obviously, according to Dame Dash and others, vying for the affection of Aaliyah, sending her roses and all sorts of things, allegedly. But Aaliyah wasn't, you know, well, Dame said that one day it would be like it was Jay-Z was up and then another day it would be like he was up. But he finally ended up winning Aaliyah over. So so So, Capricorn said Beyonce is a hater. I absolutely agree. And here's the thing. I find it very interesting that she went up and said something to L.A. Reid that he actually took her uh, took her word or paid attention to what she said. That just goes to show you the power that her and Jay-Z have. Now, another thing is there were also rumors that Jay-Z was hitting on Tiara. Not, Not to but mention, now there's rumors. now rumors that the person did. who sued Diddy, that's a, that's a singer who's listed as Jane Doe in the lawsuit, one of the lawsuits, one of the lawsuits filed. filed, well, many people believe that's Tierra Marie, okay, because, okay, because that's, that's, that's the allegation, or that's the speculation, okay. shall I say. Some people think it's Tierra Marie. And uh, like I said, they. some people were saying that Beyonce was jealous of Tierra Marie. And that's another reason she wanted to get Rihanna in there. And not to mention, of course, Rihanna was Jay-Z's artist. But what's ironic about that is then later, I'm sure we all have heard the rumors uh, that Jay-Z had something going on with Rihanna. I don't know if those rumors were true, but they went on for a long time. Please pay attention. All right, they went on for a long time. Now, next up on the list is M.I.A. MIA and Maya. Maya, Uh, Maya again, because they supposedly teamed uh, up. Now, let's talk about M.I.A. because she recently came out and accused uh, Jay-Z of helping the family, the Brothmans, um, This is a billionaire that she had a child with and this man has has custody of the child child. and she has has been fighting him for custody and all of that but she seems seems to to think that that Jay-Z had a hand in it. His name is Benjamin Bronfman and his family is uh they're the heirs heirs to the Seagram's fortune. You may remember when I reported on that that uh cult okay with the the woman from Smallville Allison Mack and there's a woman woman named Sarah Bronfman. Bronfman she's an heiress to the Seagram's Gen Empire also. She's the, she's the one who, in fact, paid for all of their attorneys for everyone. If you all remember, you all remember that, they call it uh, it's N-X-I-V-M. I don't know how I don't know how they pronounce it, uh, Nexium or something like that. But anyway, British rapper MIA is calling out the United States immigration policies as she continues her struggle to see her 14-year-old son now this, came out, now, this came out, like I said, almost like two weeks like ago, right. like around the 11th. So goes, uh, so goes on, on that, to say that uh, she, uh, she called out the immigration policies and she, she continues, continues to struggle to, to see her 14-year-old son with ex fiance Benjamin Bronfman. Now, she says, now she says, Biden won't, won't let, let me see my child. This is what she, is what she, she tweeted in all caps, caps alongside a screen 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 screenshot showing that she's ineligible for a U.S. Visa, visa because of her past behavior. Uh, the longest, uh, the longest process processing is meant... Just to be months, just two months it's and it's been already that. been that. I have been I have to, I have to wait till a Republican, til Republican wins. Wow. wow. That's what she said. Now now, Mia and Brothman welcomed their son in February 2009, but she's, uh, but she's been struggling to maintain custody ever since uh, that they separated in 2012. She accused the billionaire of trying to take her son away from her in 2013, and publicly pleaded with the U.S. government to let her celebrate Christmas with him in December of 2023. Another reason she's upset is because she says that the the ex. And his, uh, I guess, his new wife, the stepmother, they they had her child receive the venom without her permission or consent. So she was very bothered by that. She says they basically are saying I have to wait for Republicans to come to office because nine months from now is the election. I'm not allowed to see my child for for uh, I'm not allowed to see my child for stealing food at 18 when I was poor. Yet our government is okay with my child being with, child being with family convicted of child trafficking and sex cults okay yeah because, yeah, because like i said some of the members were involved, were involved and, uh, in that uh, whole cult that i told you all about a couple of years ago now the difference between me and migrants coming in is that i can't vote i'm paying u.s tax dollars i uh, paying u.s taxes too sick now, she's referring, now she's, referring, she's referring. She's referring to Brofman's family's, family's involvement in the, in the IBM NX IBM cults, which Ray was Br- led by convicted Br- sex offender and racketeer Ray-Mier. Keith Rainier. Uh, Benjamin uh, Brofman's, Brofman's grandfather, Brofman, Edgar Brofman Sr., was, really was involved briefly involved in the, in the, the cults, but later stopped, stopped his association back. with the highly uh, when, he uh, when he was rightly when he, right when he rightly he speculated that it was a cult. Sure, he did. Now his, now, his daughter, Claire Brofman, was convicted on sex trafficking charges for her involvement in the cult. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, said I said Sarah. I believe Claire is the one that paid everybody's attorney's fees. Mia also said that she believes she's been denied a visa now because she spoke, because she spoke out against Israel's conflict in Palestine, uh, which she labeled. Uh, she had some things about it and said some things about it, which I'm not going to repeat, and called for a ceasefire. She says, "I'm sorry, America, but your ethics and morals are pretty effed on this one." I, I, have, I have I have shown support for Julian for 14 years and have been uh, have been to the USA many times. The only thing different this time is i call for, I call for a ceasefire fire. Now, I'm now i'm forced to pick my between my child s- my child and speaking up for what's right, what's right. And, they have and they have all of her tweets listed here heard. now in further tweets she made, tweet she made it clear that she's not backing down from the custody battle she I says i am happy to, to go to war for my child, child. just, like, just like, like every mother but it's, but your, it's your monster, monster. monster but this, is your but monster, monster the same as mine? First My first custody battle 2013. was 2013. My child was four years old. I was managed, I was managed by, by Jay Z, who ultimately uh, said, uh, said ultimately who ultimately was paid by the, the Brothers. Well, so saying she's five saying five that her ex-fiance, ex-fiance fiance, the father of her child, and his family, and his family she, she that claims that they paid Jay Z off. Jay-Z off. Now, she went now she went on to, on to, to claim that the reason for her 2013 album. Matanji uh, uh, failed to make to make, to make, make, to make, make much of an impact on release uh, despite, uh, despite a generally positive critical reception, because it's because of Jay-Z's association, association with the Brockmans. Be very clear why my, why my record, record was buried, was buried in, 2013, in 2013, she said. I sacrificed, I sacrificed my, my career for my child. They ripped, they ripped off me off and, and copied my style and gave it to their puppets and shadow banned me every on every platform. So she said that they blackballed her just like all these other people, are. But it, uh, but it was worth it to save him from the madness of what you now know. Uh, the, artist uh, the artist also wrote that Rock Nation uh, who, was who was previously signed, who previously signed with uh, who, she was uh, who she was previously signed with stopped all communication with her and all of her emails to Jay-Z asking for his help. They were all wiped clean from her inbox. She says my, she has a typo so I'm going to assume that she That she's trying to say her laptop was broken into. She says my blank was, or maybe her house house was broken into. My blank was broken into and every lap was taken. I think she said her house or residence residence was broken into and every laptop laptop was taken. She says I was trapped in Brooklyn on order served that restricted me from leaving Brooklyn for 15 years. Now, she also, now she also suggested that Hillary Clinton gifted Muammar Gaddafi oil fields, oil fields Sarah to Sarah Brothman, uh, um, gifted his oil, oil, oil fields Sarah Sarah to Sarah Brothman, who was also heavily was also involved, involved in, involved in, in, involved in, in, in uh, the cult in 2011. In. Okay, so I was okay, right. So I was it right. was Sarah, Sarah, right. Sarah, Sarah Brothman, not Claire it was Sarah uh, that actually uh, paid for the attorney's so fees. Okay, so let me continue. So she had two, they had two relatives involved, Sarah and Claire. Now, I was, now, I was punished for saying, I was punished for saying that he helped Africa. Uh, they, then they tried to send my child to one of, the, of her schools. When I, when I went to visit the school, the children looked do- dozy and drugged, and I couldn't tell why. I refused. And so, M.I.A.'s last studio release was 2022, 2022, Mada, which failed to chart on the Billboard's 200. She remained active musically and has has occasionally played shows for for festivals, festivals. Uh, but her focus focus right right now now is elsewhere. Okay, so let me say this. This young woman, M.I.A., here's the thing. I have a problem with her because she tried to go in on Beyoncé. Basically, she went in on Beyoncé because... She said Beyonce Beyonce and somebody else, I forget who it was, but she said they were representing the the, uh, Black Lives Matter. I want, to say I want to say it was Beyonce and Kanye, but she said they were representing Black Lives Matter, and this was around 2015 or 16, and she basically, and she basically said, said, do they, uh, do they uh, represent Muslim, Muslim Lives, Lives Matter? And, and then she said she wasn't, she said she wasn't Muslim. Muslim. Uh, but then later, when she got criticism online, she tried to come back and walk it back and say that that's not, that that's not how she meant it, but I really didn't, didn't care at that point. Okay, so... Okay, so uh, here, it is. Uh, here it is, right here. Uh, MIA, uh, Mia clarifies comments on Beyonce and the Black Lives Matter movement. And recent, in a recent uh, evening with Es Magazine, with ES magazine electric, electric music maker Mia, MIA tackled, tackled various topics like Kanye West's like ten-year-old advice to her, saying whatever, uh, saying, "Whatever you do, don't date don't people, get pregnant, don't get pregnant, don't." don't. Now, in a recent recent interview with the magazine, magazine, um, she tackled the various various topics, and she basically said, when asked about about the the borders, if the borders... When asked if, when the as borders, if the Borders rapper singer uh, have, uh have, had, had seen Beyonce's Super Bowl, Super Bowl performance, performance of, her of her empowering anthem of formation, of formation of the, former uh, the former SB former performer, performer herself, herself uh MIA M.I. M.I. landed in a hefty multi-million dollar legal legal battle with the, with the NFL for flipping the finger during her set, during her set at two thousand twelve Super Bowl. Now here's, now, here's the, okay, the so thing, okay, her, so they asked her she what she Johnson. thought about Beyonce's performance. Party. Now you all remember when Beyonce came out there dressed in black with, like, gold on, and basically, and basically um they did the formation, and they made the X, like, for Malcolm X, like for Malcolm X or like X something like that. You all remember? I remember, I remember seeing that halftime performance. And, uh, and um if she's black, if she's it, it shouldn't matter. Uh, uh, her religion. Her religion. Well, exactly, well exactly, exactly, Andrea, exactly. 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 This young woman, this young woman isn't black. She's, she's black. black. she's Sri Lankan. I think she's of Sri Lankan descent. Now, it goes on, it goes to, on to say, say uh, um, she was, she was actually sued by the, sued sued by the NFL, okay? Because, okay? okay, because she flipped the finger, and you know they, you know they, they considered it a family-friendly event when they have the they have Super Bowl halftime, half-time performances that. and all of that, and so, they uh, so they were very upset, so upset so by it, and so basically sued they sued her, Jay-Z and Jay-Z was trying to her convince her to take the, to take the deal, they deal that they were asking, him, which was for them to, to receive a hundred 100% of her money earnings if it was, if okay. it was over $2 million for the rest of her life, but basically making her a slave, Now I don't know why Jay-Z, other than being a Nefarious would tell her to sign that. But anyway, Uh, anyway, that's what she claims. Now... Now she it says it's that interesting that in America the problem you're allowed to the problem that you're allowed to talk about is Black Lives this Matter. Is this is what she said. said. Please pay attention. In reference to, in reference to Beyonce, Beyonce and, uh, and uh, Super uh, the Super Bowl performance, she said it's, she said, it's, interesting, it's interesting, interesting that in America the, the problem you're allowed to talk about is Black Lives Matter. Black lives matter. It's, not a, it's new, not a new thing to me. It's what Lauren Hill was saying in the 1990s or Public Enemy in the 1980s. She says. Now is Beyonce or Kendrick Lamar going to say Muslim Lives Matter? Or Syrian Lives Matter, or this kid in Pakistan matters? That's a more, that's a more interesting question. You, question. you cannot ask it on a song that's on Apple. That's on Apple. You cannot ask it on an, on an American TV program. You cannot create that tag on Twitter. Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama is not going to hump. Uh, Michelle Obama is not, hump is not going to hump you back. My thing is if she wants to support that, she should do so herself. Okay. Uh, black people have our own problems to worry about. We're not, worried. we're not worried about what's going on in these other countries to a degree. You know, maybe, you know, maybe Africa, but I'm just saying. We can't worry about what's there. going on over there when we can't, can't even there. get it right over no, here. I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. Why, Why is it that all these other races and ethnic always groups do always do. think they that, that when they have problems and issues, that it's up to, it's up to us, us <laughs> to be <laughs> there truly? I find it all very, it all very, very interesting. interesting, don't you? But anyway, where were they when there was Jim Crow and Red light and all the various things that continue to go on? I digress. Okay, when we ask for reparations. But anyway. After now after her comments appeared to rub the internet the wrong way the Sri Lankan rhymer took to Twitter to clarify her comments uh that on the morning of April the 21st she says my question was on American platforms what do they allow you to stand up for in 2016 this has been the number one question for me uh, this is what she, she tweeted and then she said hashtag, hashtag black lives matter hashtag, black lives matter, hashtag A. Hashtag Black Black Lives Lives Matter or B. Hashtag Muslim Muslim Lives Lives Matter. I'm not Muslim. My criticism criticism wasn't about Beyonce. It's how you can say A and and not B right now now in 2016. Just leave Black Black Lives Lives Matter Matter out of this, What you should have done. I'm just saying. Okay, Okay, so anyway... Well, that with that all uh, being said, and for those of you who don't know about, don't know about that, that nefarious cult, cult uh, that, uh, that I was talking about, about, you have to go back and, go find, and find the video for I that because I went in depth about, about it. it. It's on my Odyssey no, channel, but that stuff is uh, all, all crazy. Okay. Uh, so okay. Uh, so with that all being said, now we're gonna go. Why do you care? Why do you care? Do it in your own country, (laughs) Aboriginal woman. At the time she was in this country, beloved. But you know, again, why does she feel like we should be doing anything other than saying Black Lives Matter? I'm sorry. All right. So we already we already know because here's the thing: in the United States, we already know that other lives matter. That's a given. You don't see other ethnic groups and races of people being slaughtered in the streets like you do our people. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of, that argument is like just ridiculous to me whenever they try to say that, you know, because because nobody nobody was saying only Black Lives Lives Matter, matter, which is is how some of them tried to foolishly frame it. It was basically basically saying Black Lives Lives Matter also. also. Okay. Okay? And I'm sure sure she she knew that. But anyway, I digress. Now moving moving on to the next video. Likes up. Everyone please like and share. Thank you in advance. Let me make, sure make sure
6: I'm on the right one, I think this is it. This is what you should be doing and this is the idea of your success and this is what I can compute,
4: you
7: know. Suing rapper MIA, who performed with Madonna at the 2012 game, over what they say was an indecent gesture, but instead of Maya. Her name is synonymous with low-rise studded flares, an ever-present midriff, and the woman who penned those single, steamy, and free, making my own own money lyrics. Thrust into an international spotlight spotlight at just 18 years old, Maya Maya was responsible for some of the biggest pop songs you remember from the 1990s and early 2000s, Case of the X, Ghetto Superstar, My Love is Like, Woe, and Free. In 2001, Maya collaborated with Pink, Christina Aguilera, Lil Kim, and Missy Elliott to remake Patti LaBelle's 1974 song Lady Marmalade, winning the Grammy Award for Best Pop Collaboration and selling over 5.5 million copies worldwide in hard copy form since streaming wasn't available, making the track the most successful airplay only single in history. For most women, and some men, their memories of Maya's music are conducive to certain moments in their lives. But then, all of a sudden, she disappeared from the limelight. What happened? Hold that thought for thought for a moment. Now, do you remember British rap goddess MIA? She also disappeared from the music scene, never to be heard from again. And guess who is responsible for both her case and Maya's? None other than Sean Carter, better known as Jay-Z. MIA said her former manager, Jay-Z, urged her to agree to a lawsuit settlement with the NFL that would have allegedly allowed the organization to keep 100% of her earnings if she earned more than $2 million. In an interview with Huck, MIA discussed the lawsuit stemming from her controversial 2012 appearance at the Super Bowl halftime show, where she briefly gave the middle finger on air. The NFL sued the rapper for $16.6 million in 2014, though not long after reaching an unspecified settlement. If you're talking, if you're talking about, about racism, and that, moment in, that life, moment in my life showed the cracks in everyone I knew, MIA said of the Super Bowl and its aftermath. I was at Rock Nation at the time, and Jay-Z was managing me. The lawsuit was so ridiculous, it proposed that they would keep 100% of my earnings for the rest of my life. If I ever earn more than $2 million, Jay Z was like, you should sign that S. And I was like, no. MIA elaborated on her issue with the negotiations, suggesting the the NFL NFL tried to take advantage of her because of her race and gender. They thought the best best legal way to solve that was to sign on the dotted line line to whatever terms the NFL wanted to put on me, which was basically to be a lifelong slave forever and to give 100% of my earnings to them until I die, she says. Somebody thought that it was okay to write only in 2013. And And it happened because you're a woman, a brown woman, and you did something very silly. And it was so threatening threatening that the punishment for it was to basically lock you into this thing forever. MIA MIA added that she was glad she left Rock Nation and settled the lawsuit with her own lawyers, noting that at the time, nobody was standing up to the NFL. Since then, everyone has grown a backbone to stand up to the NFL and to have activism and to speak about things and to stick up for women, she adds. And none of this was around in 2013. The Middle Finger incident was covered in Stephen Loveridge.
0: Okay, so so there
7: you have it. Now, with that all being said, so a couple of people that I left off of the list,
0: I'm sure there's plenty of people I left off of the list But, But, um, um, one person that I left off was a Marie, -marie. okay, because because allegedly they got a Marie blackballed according according to rumors, okay, and sources. Now, don't know if that's true 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 or not, but that's what they say. But also, if you all remember Free from 106 and Park, how many of you remember Free from 106 and Park when she lost her job? Now, at the time, they were saying that she was messing around with Jay Z, and I don't know if it's true or not, but at the time, They were saying this all over the tabloids, that that Free was messing around with Jay-Z and got pregnant, pregnant. okay, and got rid of it. it. Do you all remember hearing that? Okay, and her her career took a dive 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 also, okay? Okay. um, yeah, she was no longer on 106 and part after that. And so it's very interesting. interesting. These things can all be coincidences. So I'm saying now with that all being said, let's go to the next video. We're going to be out of here in a minute. And listen, for the next live, I'm going to be on the backup channel. We're going to talk about about Suge Knight being messy from prison, talking about um, left left eye saying that Chili has, has, you know, know, those same things that, uh, that, uh, Tasha K said, said Carter B had. Also, and also... also it's talking about uh left guy said that she slept with Dallas Austin which is Chili's ex, it's all real messy and I'm going to show, gonna show some, some receipts on that okay, but anyway uh, let's continue.
4: Sharing that she was on set, hanging with her sister, when Jay decided to pull up his chair next to hers. They had a chat and then he bounced. Later on, one of Jay's bodyguards approached Olivia, telling her that Jay wanted her number. Classy move, right? Well, Olivia thought it was a bit immature and out of respect for Beyoncé, she turned down down the number exchange. But wait, wait, the story doesn't end there. They reportedly bumped into each other again at Nobu in Miami. This time, Olivia was with her crew, and Jay was rolling with his friends, including Beyoncé's sister, Solange. According to Olivia, they both ditched their tables and had a rendezvous in a private corridor where they finally swapped numbers. Olivia spilled the details to Radar Online, revealing that Solange walked right past and kind of caught the whole scene. She said, I told you you the day that Jay-Z and I exchanged numbers at Nobu in Miami. Solange came walking up out of nowhere. I thought I was about to get my butt beat, so I backed off quickly. She has been guarding her sister's property since day one. Beyonce doesn't even have to say anything. Solange is a beast. Solange was ready to beat my butt when she got off that elevator and saw Jay and I talking. Jay saw Solange, and then he rushed and sent me to his bodyguard to exchange numbers with him. His name was Norman." He gave me a phone number, and I guess that was Jay Z's extra phone for girls to call. Norman has since passed. I can't believe I dodged a butt whooping from Solange that day. She was a big reason why I I left him alone. She She gave me a look of death. Very scary. Well, we all need a Solange in our lives, right? I mean, who who wouldn't want someone someone who's got their back like that? Because let's be real, not everyone's got your best interests at heart. Now it seems like Beyonce had something to say about it all. In one of her tracks titled Resentment, she threw some some vibes about the situation, singing, I know she was attractive, but I was here first. Been riding with you for six years. Why did I deserve to be treated this way by you? I know you're probably thinking, what's up with B? I used to be so strong, but now you took my soul. But guess what? Nothing major came out of the whole mess, and Olivia tried to make the most of the scandal by dropping a song called Sorry, Mrs. Carter. She wrote, Your man, he likes model chicks. He likes all all naturally flawless model model chicks like me. As for her rap rap career, well, it didn't exactly take off, and Olivia faded into the background. Beyonce Beyonce and Jay Z said, I do, on April 4, 2008, in a low key ceremony at Jay's Tribeca penthouse. Fast forward two years, and Jay found himself in the middle of another cheating storm. Hollywood Street King blog, or HSK, spilled the tea, claiming Jay had. been involved with a woman even before tying the knot with beyonce this mystery lady was a publicist named kathy white and online pics suggested she had some industry connections rubbing elbows with tv personality claudia jordan hsk did some snooping and dug up a 2009 photo of jay chilling at a vegas nightclub table with a crew that included diddy and guess who else was there yep kathy but here's the weird part that image vanished from the internet like poof gone into thin air. So, according to to an insider spill into HSK, Jay-Z apparently went all out for his alleged side thing, Kathy.
0: Okay, so I I find it all so interesting. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay. Now, I never heard heard of Olivia, who calls herself Leah, and that song, Sorry Mrs. Carter. I never heard of either of those so recently. Okay, okay the and last so the last clip I'm going to, I'm going to play is Nicki, is Nicki Minaj. The last clip, the last clip I'm going to play is Nicki Minaj, is Nicki Minaj. Uh, because, uh, now, because now it seems like, all of, like all of these other things they've been accused of doing, well, well Nicki seems, seems to think that's what they're, that's what they're, they're like now trying her. to do to her. Please pay attention. Lights up, Lights up everyone, please Lights like and share. Thank you in day. advance. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out which which one of these is is the correct video. Okay. Okay, I think this, okay, I think this is, is it. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Amadai Shakur. The beef between Nicki Minaj and Meg The Stallion seems to have escalated so much so that she's calling out the CEO of Rock Nation, Desiree Perez, and she just may expose Jay Z as well. She seems to think, allegedly, uh, that Jay Z and Beyonce have tried to turn Meg The Stallion into a carbon copy of her. Let's get into it. Now, according to sources, Nicki has accused Jay Z and Beyonce of buying streams for Meg The Stallion to increase her numbers, uh, basically rigging the game against her. Please pay attention. In a post, Nikki referenced both Meg the Stallion and Desiree, the CEO of Rock Nation, saying, a spending so much money, but she's the little broke independent artist. Desiree, you gotta let it go, baby. The world knows, the world knows she's, she's ASS and can't rap. Uh, stop effing trying to make fetch happen. In another post, she says, in the next song, I'll delve into all the people Desiree allegedly fired for unknown reasons. Other things as well. So many people were blindsided by her. Allegedly, she's willing to go broke to try to replace me. Hashtag, Hashtag fix it Jesus. Hashtag, Hashtag Bigfoot. Now, in Nikki's Queen Doc, she opened up about an abusive relationship. Now, allegedly, a sources are saying she was talking about Meek Mill and says that someone from Roc Nation called her and told her to take out the parts of the doc that included him. Please, Pat's When my mother um,
2: would let my father Uh, be violent with her and she always brings up the story as a little girl I would come in front of I would stand in front of my mother and go like this and I vowed like that's why I'm like Maybe some people would describe me as abrasive or bitchy or whatever because I vowed from that age, no man would ever abuse me, call me out my name, treat me like that. And then all of a sudden, that was my life.
0: Now there are some things about the CEO Desiree Perez that some of you may not know. So let's talk about it. Perez was was the wife of longtime Jay-Z wingman Juan Juan Perez, who is now the head of Rock Nation Sports. But in 1994, the Perez family was rounded up in a major investigation in South Florida. That year, 19 people, including Desiree Perez, were indicted in a federal investigation. After her arrest in 1994 for conspiracy with intent to distribute narcotics, Perez cooperated with the U.S. Attorney's Office and received a sentence of five years probation. Among other offenses, she was later charged with a parole violation and served nine months in prison in 1999. Uh, she was a whole federal informant. Please pay attention. But in the final hours of 45's presidency, he commuted 70 prison sentences and pardoned 73 people, one of, one of whom was Rock Nation CEO Desiree Perez. Please pay attention. This is all nefarious. And let's not forget that when Jay-Z made the deal with the NFL and turned his back on Colin Kaepernick, uh, he said, I think we're past kneeling now. And when he said that, Who was sitting right behind him other than Desiree Perez? And if you ask ask me, she looked clearly pressed. And I'm pretty sure it was because she likely had no idea what Jay-Z was going to say.
2: Y'all have an affiliation to Jay-Z in some sort of way. Y'all be thinking that. Y'all can disrespect and violate. Baby, since the Nicki
3: Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion feud escalated, it has become very clear that something is going on with Nicki Minaj and the Carters. And now Nicki is making it clear again that just because people are close to Beyonce and Jay-Z, that doesn't give them the right to disrespect her. As a matter of fact, sources very close to her are saying that Nicki is very cautious about Jay-Z and Beyonce pulling a Carrie Hilson on her. And their mega project is May- Megan the Stallion. This is about Jay Z. This is about Jay Z.
1: And excuse me because I'm not trying to be fresh at all. But, um, jay-z has this way of kind of like presenting himself in the culture as like this daddy warbucks kind of figure
3: cha y'all got azalea ebanks entering the chat too anyway apparently nikki is not just cautious of jay-z and beyonce alone she's also cautious about other people in the industry too because apparently that mistake at the grammys was not just a mistake the grammys allegedly intentionally wanted to embarrass nikki we'll get to that but first let's get into how Jay-Z and Beyonce are allegedly trying to sabotage Nikki. Y'all, unless I'm the one who has been imagining things, haven't Nikki and the Carters always been on good terms? I mean, they seem to be on pretty good terms when Beyonce publicly acknowledged Nikki's birthday as well as the birth of her son in 2020, and they even sent her a handwritten note welcoming Nikki to motherhood. The Carters also seemed to be on good terms with Nikki when they congratulated her on receiving the Vanguard Award at the and mtv vmas in fact as recently as july 2023 beyonce sent a number of pink ivy park items to nikki to celebrate her title track for the barbie film soundtrack well there are some people who have also pointed out that the last time nikki attended the pre-grammy rock nation brunch was in 2015 and at the time she was dating meek mill who would go on to become partners with the jay-z in a push for prison reform so is it possible that behind the scenes they've actually had problems but have only been trying to put up a for the public? I don't know guys but whatever left a bad taste in Nikki's mouth with the Carters possibly took place towards the end of 2023 and whatever happened was so bad that it had Nikki dissing Beyonce in one of her recent songs, Press Play, where she raps they said, why you can't Beyonce? Daddy was not no businessman, mama was not no business owner. Mm, what an idiot. You can't be me, I'm already it. Yeah she really did say that Next we had this whole Megan Thee Stallion feud boiling over and The way Nikki was pressed, child, I knew something else was up. I don't think one line in Megan's song, Hiss, warranted the clapback Nikki gave for days. Well, now the streets are saying that the bigger issue is not even with Megan. It's with Jay-Z and Beyonce. For starters, Roc Nation, which is owned by Jay-Z, is the company behind Megan Thee Stallion's success. And according to various sources, Roc Nation is pumping so much money to push Megan Thee Stallion and intentionally fueling the beef with Nicki Minaj to push her out of the business. Now, when the beef between Nikki and Megan escalated, fans thought that Nikki overreacted after Megan rapped about Megan's law. Obviously, that touched a nerve because her husband Kenneth Petty has been in the database for over 2 decades after serving 4 years in prison for, you know what. But what many people probably don't know is that in 2020, Nikki's brother, jelani Mirage, was also sentenced to 25 years in a New York prison for basically the same thing as her husband. Before sentencing, Nikki actually wrote a letter on his behalf, hoping to decrease his time behind bars by defining him as a gentle and selfless man. But Jelani still had to serve time. Now, as much as to Nikki, that line about Megan's law was pretty personal, it's allegedly not just about Megan, because Nikki is somehow convinced that Rock Nation is the one behind her sabotage. And she made that pretty clear when she went on her rant against Megan. In one of the tweets, Nikki claimed Rock Nation was pouring money into pushing his to outperform bigfoot different tweet where nikki also mentioned rock nation she was like y'all want to bring up my family members and lying on your dead mother lied to gail lied on and effed your best friend man told me to drink and go to the clinic if i was pregnant all because i wouldn't let your funky butt pour liquor down my throat she thinks she a bully because she got a rock nation brunch every year be mad at party he told all your tea but you taking shots at my family get up on your good foot go apologize to your mother nasty serpent
0: Not a nasty serpent. Okay so, okay, so I was mistaken, guys. I have one more video. This is like two minutes long. This is them talking about, them talking about Meek Mill and his dispute with Jay-Z and this, and this other young man who says Jay-Z wanted his publishing. So let's get into it. R.
6: Kelly was working together at one time.
0: But, you, but if you're going to be mad at R. Kelly, you got to be mad at Jay-Z. Foxy Brown, see, Jay-Z. Jay-Z. was
6: putting that horse when
0: well, she was 15, 16. She said the man got a
6: horse. Be close to R. Kelly and find out what type of person he really is.
0: Everybody believe this
6: they seen the me. You know, people behind the media created that narrative.
4: Uh, with the Best of Both Worlds tour, and, uh, I think they did two albums together.
6: He put his money be- behind a project that-, that cost this man his life in prison. Will cook because I got faith that R. Kelly gonna get out now
4: a boiling point when the tour came to Madison Square Garden. While R. R. Kelly was performing, he claimed that there were guys in the crowd Mean mugging him and one guy had a gun He decided to run run off stage stage. When everyone everyone assured him that everything was fine R. Kelly 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 tried to come back to the stage But ended up up being pepper sprayed 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 by by somebody in Jay's camp Jay-Z then snatched the mic mic And let it be known that he did not need R. Kelly to finish the show Everybody, you okay You safe? There's no guns in the building I really, really tried to hold this thing together uh, I really tried. I was really patient. I was really freaking patient. I'm telling you, because you know how I go. One monkey don't stop a show, I tell you. So if you ever been in back of Madison Square Garden, you can see them all walking up. Guns in their hands. Security had the guns out and everything. In my mind, I'm saying, what the fuck is this mace gonna do with these guns? But that <laughs> the dude tried to get on stage, that starts spraying the mace.
0: The wrong video. I don't know what I did with the other one, but nonetheless, I hope you all, I hope you all enjoyed it at the end of the day. Uh, now, Foxy Brown, one thing that I forgot to mention is that Foxy Brown had threatened to sue TMZ at one point for the rumors uh, that people say that she actually said it. Okay, you, okay heard you, heard you heard when did, Wendy Williams was talking to Brown Blue Cantrell Trail and asking her you know, about so Jay-Z and saying what she heard about part. his, his parts. Well, where well, do you think, think she Foxy heard that from? Because the guy in that did, video said that Foxy Brown, Brown said she was messing around with him, him, allegedly, when she uh, was 15, and said that he had the same thing, he described it the same way that Wendy described it, so. I don't know if she, did, know if she did, or it did or not, it. but later when Tim Z said something said about it, throws Foxy threatened to sue them spread for spreading rumors. Somebody, somebody may have, have gotten in her, her ear and face told face her face to take back what she said. Who knows? But I find it all very interesting. Yes, Queen Sam said a large eggplant. Oh, love her. Said Superhead said the same thing. Oh, okay. You all are something else. Okay so, okay, so with that all being said, everyone, like please like and share. Thank you in advance. All right, all right. And I hope to see and you see all in the next chat. Time. Like I said, we're going to talk about sugar night being messy. Not 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 messy. Not not wet. Wet. I don't know what for prison. Uh, everyone, um, everyone, drop the, the, the likes. Okay, don't forget to like and share. Each one, teach one. That's how we grow and thrive. Do something productive, constructive, but never destructive. And always remember, beloved, to keep the most high first in your lives.
3: Nobody, nobody knows why liars
0: lie. Winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. It's God's side and the other side. Country bump and black blue that can't go good. But can And look like Mr. Potato Head. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. Ricky Smiley can't act. Because Ricky Smiley can't act. Why is he, an he in a dress again? He didn't even want the body. And you gotta tell him no. Saying ain't got no special